Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Perpetual Praise Friday 
number 15 going. Yep, we're doing it on a Thursday. It's been a good month. We had some ups and downs. We had some great guests on the show, but we're still giving God all the glory and praise in his name. So that's what we're doing tonight. We're doing Perpetual Praise Friday, but on a Thursday. And if you're calling in, if you want to give God any praise, you can um, call in at 917-889-2271. Press the number one on your phone and join us. If you have anything to say, join, talk to us because we are all here. We're all family. And we just want to, you know, talk to God, tell about his goodness, and just continue keeping things going. And I'm going to let our beloved co-host start us off tonight because I got a few things to say. And, but I'm going to let our beloved co-host, you know, come on, Michelle, tell us what's going on in your life right now. This is Perpetual Praise Friday, but on a Thursday. So, you know, we want to keep this thing going. Well, okay, Hezekiah, since you put me on the spot just like that. <laughs> Who, well, me? Couldn't be. Basically, you know, God is making all things new. And that's really been my testimony for the last few weeks or whatever. God is really making things new in my life. He is doing a total changeover of everything that's the old. It's like I'm literally getting to see the old pass away and new things are happening. You know, new things relationship-wise, new things job-wise, new things, you know, even where I'm where I'm living, like everything is turning over into a new lease. Everything is evolving, and I just love what God is doing in my life right now. And even if this wasn't going on, you know, this is perpetual praise, not Friday, but Thursday today, but I would give him praise anyway, but I love it. When, you know, there, there's some things that he's just doing and I see and I I love to just call things out and give him praise for it because I never want anybody to think that, you know, I do everything myself or all of this is because of me. I'm not so prideful as to think that everything happens just because Michelle is so fantastic. But because God loves me and like one of my favorite songs says, he favors me. And so he gives me favor. You know, I'm blessed coming in. I'm blessed going out. I'm just blessed, 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 blessed. And that is my testimony. You know, I'm going to come back later and probably tell you guys some more, maybe on another Perpetual Praise Friday. But um, I, that's what I want to really say right now because that is what God is really doing in my life. And I just love God so much and, and how he's just moving and changing things and involving me and um, what's going on in my life. I thank him and appreciate him so much and love God so much for just blessing me and keeping me and moving in my life. Amen. Amen. We serve a great, big, awesome God. I remember growing up in a Mennonite church and we used to sing, we got a great, big, wonderful God, a great, big, wonderful God. I forgot the rest of the world's words, but, you know, growing up, you know, you know, when you're under people who, you know, Mennonites are servants and growing up under people that just continue to teach you those songs. And then as you get older, you remember, I got a great, big, wonderful God. You know, because God is awesome. When we think we're down and out, when we think, you know, it's the last minute, you know, he, he's the God of the, what they call it, the 12th hour, you know, when you're trying to get things done and, you know, how it's going to get done. So he makes a way mm-hmm. out of no way. You know, I, I like that song. I like that song, Made Away. And I'm hoping I got that on my in my queue tonight. Nope. I didn't put it in there, but I'm going to put it in there so we can actually get a chance to listen to it. But I'm just having a wonderful time. I'm going to read a psalm because we're going to be reading scripture, talking, and just, you know, again, if you're in our queue, you want to say something, you want to have a comment, press number one. This is all for one tonight. But Psalms 42 
And it says, as the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Where, when can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while people say to me all day long, where is your God? Things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go to the house of God under the protection of the mighty one, where shouts of joy and praise among the festive throng, throng. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so distraught within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me. Therefore, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the height of the Hermon, from Mount Mizar, deep calls to deep, and the war of the waterfalls, and the war of the waterfalls, and your ways and breakers have swept over me. By day, the Lord directs his love. By night, his song is with me, a prayer for the God of my life. I say to my rock, I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? My bones suffer mortal agony, and my foes taunt me saying to me all the day long, where is your God? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so distraught within me? Put your hope in God. I'll say that again. We're coming down to the last verse, verse 11. Why, my soul, are you downcast? Put your, why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. So that and that's a familiar, you know. There was a song. I don't remember the words. And I, I'm gonna try to find it to put it in our, you know, song cue. But it was called "As the T- Deer Pants," and King James version. It says, "As the deer pants by the waters, so my mm-hmm. soul longs after you." And it's a beautiful song because it talks about, "For you, my God, are my rock, my shield. And you alone, you know, are you know, forever, I'll forever yield." So we're just saying, you know, it's a beautiful song, just stating, as a deer pants, my soul is panting after you. Because, you know, we're doing this Perpetual Praise Friday to give praise and honor to God. Everything's not always going to be hunky-dory. And he says, why, you know, why are you so distraught? Why why are we going? Because God's got us. You know, God's got us. So, you know, the show, when we're going through, we got to remember, God got this. It may look bad. We may we may, we may not understand it. Why are we going through this? I'm asking you, God, look, God, I need this. I need that. Sometimes God just wants you to say thank you. You yeah. know, we don't always have to continue. He knows what we need, but sometimes he just wants you to say thank you. He just wants you to praise him. He wants you to just love him. You know, as much as our children get on our nerves, many times, many of us have children that don't even say that word thank you. You know, Mother's Day and Father's Day may come along. They may not even show any kind of appreciation. But they know we love them. Sometimes we do, as parents, we do want to hear those words sometimes. You know, once in a while. It won't hurt. Once in a while. (laughs) Once in a while, Michelle, we want to hear those words, thank you, or I love you, you know, or we appreciate you. And God is just like that. He wants us to say thank you. He wants to say, I love you. He wants to say, I appreciate you. You know, he wants, that's why he gives us his word, which is a love story from beginning to end about how he truly loves us. Yeah, we mess up. Yeah, we're going to, you know, we're going to, you know, make mistakes down the line. You know, we're going to sin. But that's why he gave us a scripture that says, you know, if we confess our sins to God, he is faithful and just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. First John 1, 9. So that's why the scriptures are there. That's why Jesus died. Because many people think that, yeah, I'm all messed up. God don't love me. He ain't love you. Because how many of us, yeah, as much as we may want to, our kids get on our everlast nerve. But we will never disown them. We will always love them. Sometimes we may, we'll make it a little hard for them, but we will never, you know, disown them to, hey, look, I'm done with you. We may say that for a minute out of anger, but we have a God that's not a God of emotion, 
Um, any comments, um, uh, comments, um, Michelle? You know, I just think that we need to get out of the, this uh, selfishness. And I think we, we talked about that in another uh, show about the kind of, you know, selfishness we kind of have as, you know, humans, just just being human. You know, we get into a lot of I, 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 and sometimes even though we're not saying it out of our mouth, the I, 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 and, you know, you're upset about you and what's going on with you and you're not happy with everything about you and what's happening with you and, you know, you want someone to love you and to do this for you and they're not doing it for you and, you know, all that, all that me, me, me and I, I, I we have going on. And we get into a pity party, but if we just start praising God for the little things, you know, he'll He'll give us more to praise him for. Because, you know, just like in the word, it tells us if if we are good stewards over the, the little things, he'll make us ruler over, over a, a lot, many things. And so we need to... Do that with our praise. You know, they might be going crazy or whatever, but did you thank them for for just waking you up? Because somewhere in the world, somebody didn't wake up that day. They were not Amen. favored with the ability to wake up uh, from their slumber. You know, are you in okay health today? Are you able to walk? You know, I had this... Um, uh, thing going on with my knee right now, <laughs> and they're telling me, "Oh, it looks like a, a touch of arthritis and and all that, and that's all fine and good." But you know, the knee, yes, it hurts, but I'm still. I thank God that I can still walk because some people are so incapacitated by arthritis they can't even walk, or they walk bent over, or they have to use a cane. Or whatever. So all I do is put on a little brace to give my legs some stability, and I'm able to walk around and do everything, you know, like normal. But even though my leg is bothering me right now, I thank them. I thank them for the good part of that, which is I can still walk. Though I thank him. I thank him, you know, for just being able to provide because he provides for me so that I can provide. For my children You know that's somewhere in this world Some child got up And had to go to school Hungry And was happy For Mm. that lunch Or whatever that they got in school for free And Somewhere in this world A child left school came home And they won't eat again Until they go back to school tomorrow and for city schools, they're out tomorrow, so they won't even get that. So it's like, are we really, really thankful for the little things? Because if we thank him for all those little things, you know, God feels appreciated. God feels that we, you know, love him and we appreciate him for what he does. And, and you know, just like any good parent, he'll give us more things. To be like, oh, she she appreciates me. He appreciates me. So I'm going to give him a little more. I'm going to give him enough that he can give somebody else so that they can appreciate me too because they're going to tell him that they were able to give it to him through me, you know, if we do that. But, you know, it's just a blessing. Those things are blessings. So are we thanking him for the little? That's a good question. You're, you're listening live with Man in the Mirror with your host, Hezekiah Montgomery and Michelle Johnson. Um, are we thanking him for a little thing? That's the question tonight. <clears throat> you can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.loudtalkradio.com forward slash man-in-the-mirror. And that is the question that she can put up on in the um, event page. And that's the question I'm asking. Are we thanking him? Because David said in Psalm 34, 1, and I'm going to read it directly, 
He said, I will bless the Lord at all times. And that's one of my favorite ones. His praise shall be continually on my lips. Now, that's the king, that's the, my mouth. That's the um, King James. But the NIV says, I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will glorify the Lord, which is the next verse. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us extol his name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. We're going, and that's the thing. And Second Timothy, and I want to make sure I got it right. This is God has given, not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love. And of a sound mind Fear is false Amen. evidence appearing real we, all, we have a lot of things going on in our lives So I'm not saying it's not Going to happen But at 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear But of power and of love And of a sound mind That's the King James Version But fear is false evidence appearing real David went through a lot When I say David went through a lot Let's think about it as a little kid, he was a shepherd, so he fought lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. He fought them all to protect the sheep. And then after that, he had to go up against Goliath with only a few stones. So let's think about it. But he still had fears. Then he sinned. He still had fears. You know, once he got himself together from that, then he murdered. He still had fears. You know, at you know, at one point of his life, his men were his men were ready. You know, after he came back from battle and they took all the women and children, his men were ready to you know kill stone him. But David had to encourage himself in the Lord. You know, at the lowest point in his life, he had to find encouragement in the Lord and know that God is still able to do what He said He was going to do. So many times as we're going through, we got to remember, you know what? God's got this. Regardless of what it looks like, we all go through. You know, if David went through and David messed up, and David still was called a man after God's own heart. Again, I'll say that again. David messed up, but David still was a man after God's own heart. And he still praised God. And he was still able to say, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will be continually be on my lips because God forgave him. You know, if you read the story of David and Bathsheba, yeah, he went through, but he woke, he got himself together. And this is, you know, he got himself together and he started his comeback. Many times people say when we go through, when we fall, that's about it. But when it's time for your season, you know, I have a friend of mine on Facebook, Antonio Schroeder, he calls that the comeback. When it's time for your comeback, there's nobody going to be able to stop you, regardless of what they try to do. When it's time for the comeback, no one's going to be able to stop you. And, Michelle, I will let you – we actually have someone in the queue. And since this is Perpetual Praise Friday, this is all, all for all. So you take care of that. And um, I'm going to try to get this song on here that I've been looking for. Amen. Well, we have uh, a caller that wants to – give a testimony or say something today. So we thank the, the Lord for our caller ending in 8103. Again, caller ending 8103. You are live on Man in the Mirror. Good evening, Michelle and Hezekiah. How are you this evening? Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I am wonderful, and this is Joy calling in this evening, and I just want to say thank you for being on and giving praise and honor to God this evening, and I've heard you guys talking about some great things that we all should be mindful of these days, and I was looking in my Bible in Ecclesiastes when Hezekiah started speaking of there is a season, and I just wanted to share from Ecclesiastes um, third chapter, it says to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up. And I say that because we are in a time where we need to build up one another in working 
as a team. And as you know, there is no I in the word team. And so, Michelle, as I heard you talk about we're being selfish, and that's something that my mother always taught me not to be, was selfish. We need to get out of our own way and start looking out for our brothers and our sisters and finding out how we can work cohesively one with one another. And I think that um, God has just been putting that on my heart. And so I've been reaching out to others. And, you know, as I do my Joyrific Band, um, people have been uh, coming into my life in all types of ways I did I had never imagined, you know, even having to work with, you know, videographers and uh, illustrators and uh, people who um, promote, you know, my group and people who are singers in the group and people who are the musicians. And so it has just grown and grown. And I thank God for um, allowing obstacles that were in my way to be moved this season of 2017. And so I just know that people like Michelle and Hezekiah, and um, Valerie Johnson, Pastor Valerie Johnson, um, Pastor Barbara Adams, and so many others, we are working together, and I think that's what it's all about. We need to, it's a season and a time to come together, and we see that more and more we are in need of us coming together. So I thank you for being on this evening and for all these encouraging words and um, uplifting through the Bible, and I'm just grateful Amen, and thank you, Joy, for calling in. We appreciate your comment and for you listening in today. We really do appreciate that, and and I definitely think that, um, you know, we do we need to be our brother's keeper. And we were, to, I think we talked about that on a on a prior show as well. But we we definitely do need to be our brother and our sister's keeper. We need to yes. to build one another up. We need to, you know, support one another wherever we can. We need to, you know, love one another. We need to be able to, you know, talk to one another and and fellowship with one another. And all of those things, all those things are, are important to the body because we know that, the, you know, the body of Christ is us and the church yes. lives in us. And so... Yes. The way that, you know, we, one, bring people to Christ is by introducing him to the body or him or her to the body and introducing him or her to Christ through us because we're yeah. the physical representation of Christ in the earth right now. And so, yeah, we, yeah. And, and we know Gosh, what Christ did, how he walked the earth and, and he just blessed people and he, you know, healed people and he spoke over people and he was just a blessing to people. So, you know, we need to be, do the same. And I think that we need to definitely be putting these words that we have into action. I often hear people say so many times we're going to do this, and they don't actually put the words into action. And if you look in your Bible, you'll see that when God spoke, he put those words into action. And I think that we definitely have to remember that without um, faith, we're, you know, we, we have to keep our faith strong. So. We have to mm-hmm. act on our words, and we're not acting enough on our words. So we can't let our words fall void to the air and not um, act on them. I mean, if you're going to plant a seed, you need to put it in the ground. You have to actually do it. You just can't say you're going to plant it. You have to actually do it, or nothing will sprout up. So we we need to start being people of our word because I think we are not seeking excellence anymore. We are just speaking words into the atmosphere and letting them come back void because we're not putting them into action. So I hope that Amen. Oh, so you're will saying, see more action. So you're saying we need more actions right now instead of just speaking. Yes, definitely do. We do. I hear a lot of people talking on Facebook. I hear a lot of people talking on the radio and the television and people saying a lot of things, but what are we doing? What actions are we actually seeing? I'm not I'm not really feeling that. And people, we like she said, we need more teamwork. We know um, there is no I in team. We have to come together and work together, and that's where we fall short sometimes. We're not working cohesively 
We are trying so hard mm-hmm. to do things on our own, and it isn't working. Well, I don't know. Maybe it is for some, but it wasn't working for me. And now that I find myself working with other people, um, things are working out, whereas, you know, if you try to do it all unto yourself, it, it, it doesn't manifest into too much. You got to do some teamwork. Hey, man, I'm going to actually hold off on that one because I have a lot to say on that. Um, okay. But we're going to take a break. And we're going to take a break. We're going to have a couple notes from our supporters. And since you're on the line, Joy, since you're on here with us, tell us about Joy Rific. You know, give, me, give the information so people can get the information about downloading okay, well, or buying I your sure CDs. Thank yeah. you. Uh, the Joy Rific Band came into being in 2012 uh, with Mark Rose and myself, and now we have backup singers, uh, Judy Shepard and Jewel Dion and Jewel Dion Guy. She is now married. And um, some children that sing with us in our group, and we are on www.joyrificband.com. We can also be reached at 443-467-8103. And we look forward to releasing our newest CD coming up, Good Job, High Five, and Smile, sometime in April. And we are happy to say that our Sunny Side Up CD is available. And um, we are just so excited about everything that we're doing. And we're getting ready to do more in the community through um, a project that I will share at another time coming up, maybe on your show. So things are great, and thank you so much for letting us share the information about the Joyrific Band. We look to help educate children through song, and we know that we can have your children ready for preschool so that they can excel and soar academically. So that is our um, mission. Amen, amen, amen. And another uh, sponsor is Music Instruction for All Learners where music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 to set up to talk to our instructors. And they also have another note. This just came in. Please join us on March 26, 2017, um, as we do our 12 and 12, 12 churches in 12 months. We're doing 12 mini recitals in in 12 churches in 12 months. Get it? 12 and 12. Our third church will be our third church will be Church of the let's get it, let's get it right because I'm looking at the wrong thing. I apologize but I will fix that. Everything is always an easy fix when you're online. And our first, uh, this is our third church, as they said, and I'm making sure I got it right. It'll be, yeah, Grace Beyond the Walls, 2214 and 16 East Oliver Street, Baltimore, Maryland, 21213 at 41. Grace Beyond the Walls. I love the name of that church. Come support us and bring awareness to our program and to the community. The program will begin promptly at 4 and end at 5. And remember, music instruction for all learners where music knows no age. And another sponsor is Curvy Boss Project. Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Curvy chicks are boss chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. And please check them out on Facebook at Curvy false project and I have just the right song for this time of year this season we all go through that season in our life but God made sure that I had this song um, just for tonight it's called Made Away
Live. I interrupted that song in the middle because I like it, but we're going to finish out the rest of the song at the end because that song's about nine minutes long. But we'll pause it and we'll do the rest or play it again near the end of it. That way we can remember that you made a way or he made a way. Um, and I want to come back, you know, from what Joy was talking about because it says in Hebrews. You know, it says about about action. What does it say about action in Hebrews chapter 11, the faith, the faith chapter? You know, Hebrews, James, you know, First and Second Peter. Here we go. Faith 
It talks about faith. And if you're, again, if you're listening in, call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash dash man dash and dash the mirror. And this is what Joy was saying. It says, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance for what we do not see. This is what the and the ancients were commended for. Then he goes in chapter um, 11, verse 6, saying, and, and without faith it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And it also goes into all those, you know, all the ancients who had different types of faith and how they please God. But one thing I always tell people, people always come to me and say, well, how would you write your book? I got started. I always wanted to write a book. Did you start it? No. Well, how can you finish it if you didn't start it? You have to start something. Am I right, Michelle, in order to finish it? And that's what Joy was talking about is that you, you have to have an action behind that. If we're going to do something, God has to see in our heart that we really want to do it. You can't, you know, if you really want to do it, you're going to try to do something. You're not just going to stay there and say, I want to write a book, and you ain't even start writing or typing anything. And then you got to speak it into the existence. You, I mean, life and death is in the power of the tongue. That's in Proverbs. You know, life and death is in the power of the tongue. And he wants us to speak life. You know, he wants us to speak life. As we continue to speak life, that's Proverbs eighteen twenty one. The tongue has the power of life and death, and those who love it will eat fruit. So we have to start speaking life into everything that's going on with it. If you want to write a book, start writing a book. You don't even got to write a whole manuscript in one night. Just, you know, I told a couple, a few people a few weeks ago, start off writing a paragraph, write something. Take 10, 15 minutes. You ain't really got to take a lot of time. But if there's something you want to do, you have to put an action behind it because, as Joy was saying, everybody keeps saying you want to do something, but there's no action behind it. Then they get mad when other people do it. And I always tell them, well, you had the chance to do it, but you didn't do it. You just sat there. Any comments, Joy and Michelle? Oh, man. Well, I what I was that's... saying is that you, oh. we need, we needed to have not just ourselves sometimes, which is what we imagined in the beginning, but there are other people who support you and what you're doing. I mean, like you said, someone may want to write a book, and then you said, well, look, if you haven't even started to put pen to paper, then how are you going to be writing this book? But there are people who can encourage you, and I know that I was listening a couple of weeks ago, and Shonda Ron said, I don't care if you have a full-time job and five kids, you can take 15 minutes a day to write down some manuscript and somebody somewhere will want what it is that you have written and you will make some money from doing that in which you love to do. So it comes from having that team of supporters around you. It comes from being part of something even greater than yourself sometimes to get you motivated to even begin to start to um, build your empire. So I think that people need to understand it's not just you alone, but you are going to need, you know, your your brother circle, your sister circle, your church, your job employ, employers around you to motivate you sometimes to do what it is you want to do. Amen. And that accountability. Michelle. Accountability. She took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, yeah. Because I remember, I remember as I was writing my book when I first started, I told one pastor about it, and he was excited. And then, you know, sometimes you slow down, and he kept saying, Well, are you still writing? I'm like, Why does this man keep bothering me about this book? But that was God using him to make me accountable. If you're going to do something, do it. You know, when's the yes. book going to be ready? And you said you got to yes. have that, that moral support. Your friend's like, okay, when's this going to be done? So yes. once I 
started getting it done and had a whole manuscript together, and people said, okay, so he's really doing it. So we right. need that accountability, and we, we need to make, you know, sometimes we need to make a plan for ourselves. I like what you said, you know, when a young lady said, even if you just take it, you got 20 kids, you can take 15 minutes and write something because someone's going to yeah. want to hear your story. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not a bestseller, it'll be a bestseller. i got to write this down. Even if it's not a bestseller, it will be a bestseller to that one person that reads your book because they needed it. And that's one mm-hmm. thing I like about this show, because everybody has a story. We are yes. all real people but, with real stories yes. who have overcome something. Yeah, and lo and behold, it is a process. You know, it's not just you're going to say something. It, there is a process to everything. So, you know, there is the process of writing it, having it edited, having it, you know, uh, bound and published and getting the ISBN number and getting the barcode and getting the things done that require a financial investment into what it is you're doing. You know, there is some research that must take place in things that we endeavor to do in this lifetime. So we also have to have people who are who have already gone before us and done the process. So we need to seek out those people, and they are there. They are there. You are there, Hezekiah. Michelle is there. We need to be that that um, source that children can come to or friends and family members can say, hey, I want to write a book. I had a man contact me just yesterday. Um, he is from, I think he said he was from Kansas, and he was saying he wanted to write a book, and I guess he said he wanted to write a book. He told that to me because he thinks I've gone through the process. So it is a process, and so I I love when you share that you've written a book, but, you know, maybe we can later find out the process, and you can share that with us because we want to enlighten people and, and be able to encourage them to take the first step and the second step. But what is the process, Okay. Okay, and and we may just do that because, again, God uses, takes us all through a process. Everybody wants to go through from point A to point Z and get us out to the other letters in the middle of it. That's the process. You can't sing the alphabet, which is A and Z. Mm -mm. You got to still sing the other 24 (laughs) letters of the alphabet. You ever try to sing the alphabet without A to Z? You're going to be without the B and the Y. (laughs) And other stuff in the middle, you ain't. You're not going to finish the song. It's a whole process. Yeah. We have to go through yeah. that process that God takes us through. Sometimes it's an easy no, but I like what I said before, and like with Joyce said, you have to start somewhere. And I did the same thing, Joy. The young lady said. I told the young ladies, two of them, a couple weeks ago. You got to start somewhere. Start writing. Just start writing. Because if you keep saying all day long, I want to, I want to, I want to, or I would like to, nothing's going to get done. And this is what type of society that we have. People say, well, I've always wanted to. And everybody says, there's 24 hours in a day. And you're going to tell me you can't, again, as Joy said, the lady said, you can't take 15 minutes to write something. Because I guarantee you, once you start that 15 minutes, that 15 minutes will go from 15 to 20, to 25, to 30, and so on. And you'll be like, wow, I didn't think. But you have to get started. Because if you don't get started, then what's going to happen? You're going to keep saying, I'm going to, I want to, and I wish. And all that other stuff is going to certainly go out the door. And you're two years later, you're still saying the same thing. I want to, I'm going to, I wish. Mm-hmm. And that applies um, to our physical too because Michelle was talking about her knee and it applies to us doing a little bit physically every day even that 10 or 15 minutes of walking or stretching or exercising Uh just that little bit is going to make a difference when you get through that entire month of doing it you know we got to look at things in small increments sometimes it's all in how we perceive things that's going to allow us to get to the levels that we want to achieve so I think it's definitely that what in which you're saying not only applies to writing a book 
but it applies to our physical, it applies to our healthy eating habits, it applies to our daily walk with God, it applies to so many things, doing things in small increments. Because, you know, when we think of reading the Bible, I think of, oh, my gosh, I can't get through all of this, you know, let alone even understand (laughs) and comprehend what they're saying. But if you would give me, say, a verse a day, I might can handle that. Yes, I I may be able to handle the verse. And, And we really concentrate on that. So we got to take things in small increments. And even as adults, we think we got to eat the whole pie, but we don't. Nichelle, I know you understand what I'm saying here, right? Amen. I do, I do, I do, I do. (laughs) (laughs) I know you do. Amen. You know what? I wanted to kind of go back. Um, I'll take take that since I interrupted you. Hezekiah, you're listening to Man in the Mirror live. Uh, if you would like to join the conversation and and uh, talk with us this evening, feel free to dial in at nine one seven eight eight nine two two seven one. So I was going to say I was looking uh, at the keeping your word thing, and I that really had me for a minute. The Lord was just taking me someplace with that. And I wanted to uh, elaborate on that a little more because it really speaks about that in the Bible. And so we were talking about, you know, if you say you're going to, you know, you're going to be a a helper or a a help to your brother or sister, then don't just say it, keep your word. And also don't just do lip service and to build people up. But then when it it comes time to put in a little sweat equity, or assist them that you know you can't you can't do it even if it's some monetary assistance you know sometimes that's that's the help that we all need so every once in a while you know if anything is in your comfort zone then it's really not a sacrifice so that's one thing that we need to remember if it's in your comfort zone if you're totally comfortable with it it's not a sacrifice So I wanted to uh, bring a couple of scriptures in that I was looking at. God was just blessing me to pull out a few scriptures when when he was talking about keeping your word. Um, In 1 John 2 and 5, it says, But whoever keeps his word, in him truly the love of God is perfected. By this we may know that we are in him. And I think that's a very good one. Also, uh, this one talks about when we're saying things unto God that we're going to do, that we need to be careful. Even when it comes down to when somebody is saying, um, could you please, you know, could you please pray for me? My family is going through. And we say, yes, prayer is going up. But, you know, how we're doing Facebook praying, you know, but are we really don't even say that. Like, don't do that if you're really not going to do it. And Ecclesiastes 5, 4 through 7 says, when you Vow a vow to God, do not delay paying it, for he has no pleasure in fools. Pay what you vow. It is better that you should not vow than that you should vow and not pay. Let not your mouth lead you into sin. And do do not say before the messenger that it was a mistake. Why should God be angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hands? For when dreams increase and and words grow many, there is vanity. But God is the one you must fear. And Deuteronomy 23 and 23 says, You shall be careful to do what has passed your lips, for you have voluntarily vowed to the Lord your God what you have promised with your mouth. So, you know, those are just some things, you know, that we... We just need to kind of keep in mind. And uh, also one of the more famous ones, Matthew 5 and 37, it says, let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. So I just thought those were some very good ones to bring out about, you know, when our integrity when we're saying we're going to do something, whether it's something unto God or through, you know, through to one of our brothers and sisters in Christ, or if it's even, um, you know, things that we say we're going to do even at work, anywhere. We just need to be 
men and women of integrity and remember what we say and that it's not, you know, just words that we do like Joy said earlier, we need to back that up with action. Amen, amen, amen. We are winding down to the last, actually, six minutes, five minutes of the show. So I'm just enjoying this because this is Perpetual Praise Friday on Thursday. So we're doing something different and unique so we can keep this perpetual. This is the 15th one. So we've done a lot. Every three, every third Friday, we're doing this. Every third Friday, we try to stick as much to it as we can. And we, this is the 15th one, and the Lord gave me this a little over a year ago because it says, we, you know, we do shows, but do we honor him? Do we give him praise? Do we say hallelujah? Do we say thank you? Do we have talks like this? You know, this is what we, you know, this is what we are here to do, to bring honor, praise, and glorify God for all he's done in all our lives. And because he's made a way out of no way, he's been there for us. And when you meet people, you know, like our special friend Joy, she comes on, listens. You know, we meet people throughout our lives. And um, she also mentioned Ecclesiastes, one of my favorite ones, time and the season. We're all going to go through our seasons in life. But it's not what you go through. It's how you go through. And once you go through, you know, then God has a way of saying, of uplifting you as a way of promotion, promoting you, you know, to do the things that he wants you to do in life. So with that said, um, Michelle, we have, uh, you know, a few minutes left. Do you have any um, final comments or, you know, as we about to close? Amen. I just really want to say I enjoyed the conversation. I want to definitely thank Joy for join, joining in on the conversation um, tonight, and I, I just really uh, want to ask our listening audience just to be thankful and to give God praise for the small things in your life so that he can feel free and happy about giving you more and more to bless people with and, and more, you know, responsibility to take in him because that, you know, we we can't just sit idle we have things to do. We have our brothers and sisters that we should be helping. We have things that God has purposed us to do to put our hands to. And so just get busy in the Lord and don't forget to take time and thank him for the little things. Amen, amen, amen. I'd like to thank all of you this tonight who has been listening and encouraging us Praising with us this evening, you know, doing Perpetual Praise Friday, the 15th, but on a Thursday. This was a good show because we continue to keep the praise going on. We're not just praising him one time. We're praising him consistently with this Perpetual Praise Friday thing. Thank you guys so much for your love and support. And again, as always. This has been Hezekiah uh, Montgomery signing off, and we'll see you at the mirror.
Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. A 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 